This is the weekly Bible lesson from the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent, Plainfield, New Jersey, the United States of America. This is the lesson for Sunday, November 7, 2021. Subject, Adam and Fallen Man. The golden text is from Ephesians. Awake, thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. The responsive reading, Isaiah and Psalms. Awake, awake, put on thy strength, O Zion. Put on thy beautiful garments, O Jerusalem, the holy city. Shake thyself from the dust. Arise and sit down, O Jerusalem. Loose thyself from the bands of thy neck, O captive daughter of Zion. Break forth into joy. Sing together, ye waste places of Jerusalem. For the Lord hath comforted his people. He hath redeemed Jerusalem. The Lord hath made bare his holy arm in the eyes of all the nations, and all the ends of the earth shall see the salvation of our God. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. As for me, I will behold thy face in righteousness. I shall be satisfied when I awake with thy likeness. The Bible, Genesis. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness. And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowls of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. And God blessed them. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished, and all the host of them. But there went up a mist from the earth, and watered the whole face of the ground. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground, and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. And the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam, and he slept. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid, because I was naked, and I hid myself. And Adam knew his wife, 
And she conceived and bare Cain and said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. Job Man that is born of a woman is of few days and full of trouble. Turn from him. Luke Jesus, being full of the Holy Ghost, returned from Jordan. And he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. And, as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day, and stood up for to read. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Esaias. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. This day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. John There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, Ye must be born again. Ephesians This I say, therefore, Put off concerning the former conversation the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lusts, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. 1 Corinthians And so it is written, The first man Adam was made a living soul. The last Adam was made a quickening spirit. 
The first man is of the earth, earthy. The second man is the Lord from heaven. As is the earthy, such are they also that are earthy. And as is the heavenly, such are they also that are heavenly. And as we have borne the image of the earthy, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly. Now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Neither doth corruption inherit incorruption. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. Romans Now it is high time to awake out of sleep. For now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. The night is far spent. The day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness, and let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk honestly as in the day, not in rioting and drunkenness, not in chambering and wantonness, not in strife and envying. But put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ, and make not provision for the flesh, to fulfill the lusts thereof. 1 John Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And every man that hath this hope in him purifieth himself, even as he is pure. I will now read correlative passages from the Christian Science Textbook, Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures, by Mary Baker Eddy. In divine science, man is the true image of God. The divine nature was best expressed in Christ Jesus, who threw upon mortals the truer reflection of God and lifted their lives higher than their poor thought models would allow, thoughts which presented man as fallen, sick, sinning, and dying. Whatever indicates the fall of man, or the opposite of God, or God's absence, is the Adam dream, which is neither mind nor man for it is not begotten of the Father. The name Adam represents the false supposition that life is not eternal, but has beginning and end, that the infinite enters the finite, that intelligence passes into non-intelligence, and that soul dwells in material sense 
that immortal mind results in matter, and matter in mortal mind, that the one God and Creator entered what he created, and then disappeared in the atheism of matter. This error has proved itself to be error. Its life is found to be not life, but only a transient, false sense of an existence which ends in death. Man was not created from a material basis, nor bidden to obey material laws which spirit never made. His province is in spiritual statutes, in the higher law of mind. Above error's awful din, blackness and chaos, the voice of truth still calls, Adam, where art thou? Consciousness, where art thou? Art thou dwelling in the belief that mind is in matter and that evil is mind? Or art thou in the living faith that there is and can be but one God and keeping his commandment? Until the lesson is learned that God is the only mind governing man, Mortal belief will be afraid, as it was in the beginning, and will hide from the demand, Where art thou? This awful demand, Adam, where art thou? is met by the admission from the head, heart, stomach, blood, nerves, etc. Lo, here I am looking for happiness and life in the body, but finding only an illusion, a blending of false claims, false pleasure, pain, sin, sickness, and death. Mortal existence is a dream. Mortal existence has no real entity, but Seth, it is I. Spirit is the ego which never dreams, but understands all things, which never errs and is ever conscious, which never believes but knows, which is never born and never dies. Spiritual man is the likeness of this ego. Now I ask, is there any more reality in the waking dream of mortal existence than in the sleeping dream? There cannot be, since whatever appears to be a mortal man is a mortal dream. These mortal dreams are of human origin, not divine. The false belief that spirit is now submerged in matter, at some future time to be emancipated from it, this belief alone is mortal. 
Spirit, God, never germinates, but is the same yesterday and today and forever. If mind, God, creates error, that error must exist in the divine mind, and this assumption of error would dethrone the perfection of deity. Is Christian science contradictory? Is the divine principle of creation misstated? Has God no science to declare mind while matter is governed by unerring intelligence? There went up a mist from the earth. This represents error as starting from an idea of good on a material basis. It supposes God and man to be manifested only through the corporeal senses, although the material senses can take no cognizance of spirit or the spiritual idea. Human experience in mortal life which starts from an egg, corresponds with that of Job when he says, Man that is born of a woman is a few days and full of trouble. Mortals must emerge from this notion of material life as all in all. They must peck open their shelves with Christian science and look outward and upward. From a material source flows no remedy for sorrow, sin, and death. For the redeeming power from the ills they occasion is not in egg nor in dust. Thus it is learned that matter is a manifestation of mortal mind, and that matter always surrenders its claims when the perfect and eternal mind is understood. Divine science lays the axe at the root of the illusion that life or mind is formed by or is in the material body. And science will eventually destroy this illusion through the self-destruction of all error and the beatified understanding of the science of life. When the mist of mortal mind evaporates, the curse will be removed which says to woman, In sorrow thou shalt bring forth children. Divine science rolls back the clouds of error with the light of truth and lifts the curtain on man as never born and as never dying, but as coexistent with his Creator. Paul said, Walk in the Spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Sooner or later we shall learn that the fetters of man's finite capacity are forged by the illusion that he lives in body instead of in soul, 
in matter instead of in spirit. The awakening from this mortal dream or illusion will bring us into health, holiness, and immortality. This awakening is the forever coming of Christ, the advanced appearing of truth, which casts out error and heals the sick. This is the salvation which comes through God, the divine principle love, as demonstrated by Jesus. Through discernment of the spiritual opposite of materiality, even the way through Christ's truth, man will reopen with the key of divine science the gates of paradise which human beliefs have closed, and will find himself unfallen, upright, pure, and free. I will now read the three daily duties from the Church Manual by Mary Baker Eddy. Daily Prayer it shall be the duty of every member of this church to pray each day, Thy kingdom come. Let the reign of divine truth, life, and love be established in me and rule out of me all sin. And may thy word enrich the affections of all mankind and govern them. A rule for motives and acts. Neither animosity nor mere personal attachment should impel the motives or acts of the members of the Mother Church. In science, divine love alone governs man, and a Christian scientist reflects the sweet amenities of love in rebuking sin, in true brotherliness, charitableness, and forgiveness. The members of this church should daily watch and pray to be delivered from all evil, from prophesying, judging, condemning, counseling, influencing, or being influenced erroneously. Alertness to duty. It shall be the duty of every member of this church to defend himself daily against aggressive mental suggestion and not be made to forget nor to neglect his duty to God, to his leader, and to mankind. By his works he shall be judged and justified or condemned. And from Science and Health, Christian scientists, be a law to yourselves that mental malpractice cannot harm you, either when asleep or when awake. This Bible lesson 
was prepared by the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. It is comprised of scriptural quotations from the King James Bible and correlative passages from the Christian Science textbook, Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures, by Mary Baker Eddy. For more information, please visit our website, plainfieldcs.com. Thank you for listening, and have a blessed day.